The Cincinnati Bengals need a new offensive coordinator. Let's talk about the latest and what the requirements will be for the Bengals to fill that job. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bengals fans and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm Jake Lisko. He's James Rapine. We are the Locked On Bengals podcast. You can find this show on YouTube or anywhere you get your podcast. Part of the Locked On podcast that we're covering your team every day. In this episode, brought to you by Prize Picks, where we're going to talk more about the Bengals' future at offensive coordinator. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to PrizePicks.com/slash Locked On NFL and use promo code Locked On NFL to get a first deposit match. Up to $100, and James, we welcome in everyone who makes us our, their first listen. Everyone who's an everydayer, you probably caught the two episodes yesterday. If you're an everydayers, we got the late news that Brian Callahan will be coaching the Tennessee Titans. And the presumed successor, Dan Pitcher, probably working his way through the offensive coordinator process, potentially with a number of teams think he's still the first choice for the Bengals, but the Bengals do have a process to go through here. No doubt. And he, he is their first choice. I, I would be shocked if, if he wasn't. If you want to call him the front runner, call him that because that's what he is. But he has options. And Dan Pitcher didn't know for sure that Brian Callahan was going to get a head coaching job. And so he had to uh, do his due diligence like he did last year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it turns out that NFL teams are impressed when you not only help Joe Burrow become the quarterback that he's become, but you help Jake Browning go four and three down the stretch and post historic numbers over his first four starts and uh, help help the Bengals win three straight games, all of the above, right? Dan Pitcher's, it, it's risen. His profile has risen this year. What he was able to do with Burrow goes without saying, but obviously what he did with Jake Browning. And I think Zach Taylor deserves credit too because he hasn't shied away whether it's Brian Callahan or Dan Pitcher, when we ask about them, when asked about, oh, how valuable is Brian or how valuable is, is Pitch? He gives so much credit to those guys. And I don't think it's lip service. I think it's how he genuinely feels. So now that Brian is Nashville bound, and I'm sure that'll become official at some point this week, and, and he'll be announced and we'll see him in blue and uh, all of those things. Well, Dan Pitcher is, is the focus for this Bengals organization. I have no doubt about that. But to your point, there is a process. They're, they're not just going to hire a pitcher. Uh, they're go, they'll conduct multiple interviews. And uh, at the same time, I, I still think Dan Pitcher, it's, it's, it's his job. I don't even want to say to lose because we can get into the scenarios of, of how he doesn't become Bengals offensive coordinator, but he's certainly the, the favorite for that job. I think saying it's his job to lose is, is fair. Like if he doesn't want it, that that counts as a way he would lose it. I, I think that does it have does, to go. Does he lose it if he picks to somewhere else? I don't think that. I, I sure. feel like that doesn't apply. I mean, it's his job, right? Like if he wants the job, the Bengals, I think, want him to be the offensive coordinator. Zach Taylor wants him to be the Bengals' next offensive coordinator. I think that's the point that I was trying to make in in retort there. Sure. Yeah. I, what what do you think it comes down to then? They still have some other interviews. We can get into the process part. 
the behind the scenes. What what's your biggest thought here, or concern? Because I have one, and I, I want to know if if you feel the same way. I, I think the two. I think there's two. One more than the other. One a little bit more nebulous than the other. But one that is very obvious is money. The other one that I think is also fairly obvious is responsibility in terms of specifically play calling, which has been discussed quite a bit. We've talked about it on this podcast as well. Does Dan Pitcher want to call plays? Probably yes. Probably if you're going to be an offensive coordinator in the NFL, you would prefer to call plays given the option. But it's not necessarily as simple as just that. You also have to think about the opportunity after you've seen your former boss, Brian Callahan, get a head coaching job and, and your trajectory. What's going to give you the best coach, the best chance of becoming a head coach if that is Dan Pitcher's goal, which you would imagine it is for many of these coaches in the NFL. The opportunity to be a head coach of an NFL team is the ultimate lifelong dream. And, and that's where they want to be. That's the top of the mountain. And then taking your team to success as a head coach, obviously, after that. But those are the factors that I have to imagine are in play for Dan Pitcher. If it is as simple as he's making a choice and, and has a few teams to choose from, because we know now, officially reported, we, we've hinted at it and talked about the Patriots, certainly. But in addition to New Orleans, who wants him for a second interview, scheduled to fly to Vegas, scheduled to meet with the Patriots, Probably by the time you've listened to this, he's met with the Patriots. So there are other teams interested in his services, and the Bengals are competing with some teams that don't necessarily offer the same, you know, offensive personnel in terms of they don't have Joe Burrow, but could offer other things to try to pry him away. Yeah, it's it's interesting because the money factor, it's simple. If Zach Taylor values him the way I think he does, if Joe Burrow values him the way I think Joe Burrow does. Well then, why, why wouldn't the Bengals be willing to get close or, or figure out money-wise how to make it work? I, I I think that part's easy, right? In in the at the same time, the Bengals are probably like, well, this is a hot job. This is a job. no, no, no. The money part shouldn't be a factor. They have the money for it, and and so money was mine, and that would be the one thing that to me, cannot be the hang-up. We can get into the play calling in a second, but if, and I'm not saying we found this out or we will find this out, but let's say the Raiders offer him $1.5 million per, whatever. And, and I don't know if that's the case. I have no idea. But let's just say, let's just say it's a million. Let's make it easier. And the Bengals are at $700,000. Well, then just go to the million and get your guy because Zach loves him and Joe loves him. It's pretty easy to me. And, and yet, uh, we'll see, right, Jake, if, if, if that's the hang-up or not. There is a process, and like you, like we talked about, there are all these factors out there. Play calling, is that a big deal for Dan Pitcher? Maybe we'll find out about that eventually. Maybe not. Maybe the Bengals will, will budge there. Maybe not. But you're right. If it's money and, and that's the difference, just do it. It, it can't be. It can't. That's the one thing that isn't acceptable. I, I want to get into the play calling part because I, I think that yeah. there's that's more interesting. Yeah, because it, if Dan Pitcher is is demanding play calling duties, I I have some thoughts on it. That's all. But curveball, we didn't plan this. I pulled a clip from Joe Burrow of Joe Burrow discussing Dan Pitcher. Should we toss to it? We shall. <laughs> 
It seems like uh, you've got a really good relationship with Pitcher, with Dan Pitcher. You guys have similar personalities. Is that, a, is that true? Yeah, I would say that. And I think that's why we mesh so well in the meeting room and on the sideline. We have a great working relationship. And, you know, really I say this all the time, but I couldn't ask for, for a better group of coaches for, for my skill set and for what I do. That's Joe Burrow after or ahead of the AFC Championship game January 27th last year, ahead of the, the game against the Chiefs. Clearly, he's on board with Dan Pitcher and likes how Pitcher has helped him develop. That's the quote that I referenced in our bonus episode, but better to hear it, of course, from Joe Burrow directly than to hear it from me. I think we can all agree on that without much debate. A lot more to talk about, I think, around the future of the Bengals' OC position. Some other coaches that some fans are excited about, the requirements that the Bengals have to meet in order to actually make a hire at OC, and potentially quarterbacks coach as well. So we can continue that conversation coming up next. Today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's you against the numbers, you versus the Prize Picks projections. You don't have to worry about pros, sharks, thousands of other players. No, no, no. It's you against Prize Picks and their projections. You pick more than or less than on two to six stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. In fact, you can win up to 25 times your money. So maybe you think Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for less than his number of passing yards or that Lamar Jackson is going to throw for less than his number of passing yards. You could combine both of those. You could throw in uh, Travis Kelsey going for less than his number of receiving yards. Notice how, Jake, I'm slanting this towards the, the Bengals here and everyone going for less than. You can do whatever you want with prize picks. And right now you're going to get $100. How? Uh, first deposit match up to $100 by going to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL with code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. James, there are some hot names on the OC market. Should we talk about those and, and some of the people that some fans in particular, I, I think I've seen quite a bit of chatter on social media about in the last 12 to 24 hours since Brian Callahan was poached away by the Tennessee Titans. Where do you want to go? Real quick. Th there's a scenario where if I'm the Bengals, I tell Dan, no, if, if the, the numbers are the same money wise, but he's demanding to call plays, I would say I'm good. And Zach, I, I'll tell you, call his bluff and, and also be comfortable with letting Dan leave because Dan could be awesome, and this is nothing personal. But the Bengals' offensive coordinator job, regardless of who calling, who's calling plays, is one of the best jobs in the league when it comes to getting a shot at becoming a, a next head coach. That is a better job than the Raiders' offensive coordinator job. I don't care if you're calling plays. I don't care if you're setting schedules. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if they give you a Lambo to drive to practice every day. It doesn't matter. It's not as good of a job. And we heard why about, oh, three minutes ago. Joe Burrow, we heard from him, right? Joe Burrow. There's no Joe Burrow in New England. They might have a top pick. Okay, that's fine. It's still, there's a, a lot of risk there. There's a lot of risk moving your family to Vegas. Dan Pitcher could stay right here, assuming the money's the same. Now, if the money's different, I'm not counting your pockets. I get it. But from a play-calling standpoint, there's as much risk as there is reward with that. Ask. Ask the Eagles offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson, how quickly those things can change 
there's stability here. If the money's the same, I, even on the Bengals, I wouldn't necessarily give Dan Pitcher the play calling duties unless Zach decides he wants to do that anyways. But I wouldn't do that to keep him here. I think that's too much. It's interesting. I wonder how much of a how much they feel that way. I think that they may really value Pitcher and may be willing to do that to keep him just because it would mean that there's this coach that they really like, that they've developed, that they've seen grow into the role he's in right now where he is a very in-demand offensive coordinator and or, or very in-demand candidate for offensive coordinator jobs, I guess we should say. Maybe that's something that they're willing to consider. Maybe not. Maybe to your point, Zach Taylor says, I'm going to do it. This is a great job. I feel like I can replace with any number of very viable candidates. And the Bengals will go through an interview process. We, we keep alluding to. They're required to, in fact. And so maybe they feel that way. Maybe not. We'll find out likely very soon about some of these questions. I just think it's interesting. And yeah. there's also the question of whether or not that would be good. Whether or not, you know, you talk about potential growing pains as a play caller. And, and on the other hand, you talk about potentially changing it up and, and some benefits that could come from a different primary play caller. There's two sides to that. No doubt. And so I tried to choose my words very carefully there, not to you, but just to be clear. I would not, if I'm Zach Taylor, give up play calling to keep Dan Pitcher. If that's the reason you're doing it. If the reason you're doing it is because you think that it's going to make the team better and potentially raise the level of the offense and help you become a better head coach and help the team because you think Dan is just this awesome play call, yeah. like potential play call. Like if you think the upside is there, that's different than, uh, you know, Dan coming to the table saying, hey, the Raiders are giving me play calling duties and X amount of money. You're giving me X amount of money, but I want play calling duties or I'm leaving. It's uh, it's one of Joe those Burrow's things. in this building, son. You, you, <laughs> that's all. That's all it's, I say. It's that's one all. of those things where pitcher has a leverage to ask for it. Right. And while that shouldn't, you're right, you shouldn't be bullied into it or anything like that. If you're Taylor and you're thinking about the upside, like you just said, and you come to the conclusion that, oh, yeah, well, then I can, you know, focus more on these other things instead of having to think about play calling. That's a, a, something that I can delegate that will free me up to do other things better. And I think Pitcher will be really good at it. It's just an opportunity to think about it, right? It's an opportunity to entertain the possibility. And, and then if you reach that conclusion, because that's the only way it happens. There, I, I don't think that that would be just, you know, a blackmail kind of thing. Like, hey, man, I'm going to leave. You don't give me play calling, right? Like, I don't think that would play. I don't think that would be a healthy environment for your OC head coach relationship going forward. But it, it's just, you know, you, you sit back and you think about it when presented with that argument. And then maybe you come to that conclusion, like you said. Sure. Yeah. And and it's it's an interesting dilemma for sure. And I, I think we both know Zach Taylor doesn't want to lose both these guys and he lost yes. one of them. So, and you know who else knows that? Dan Pitcher knows that. So it's mm -hmm. just, it's an interesting dynamic and, and it is business, the business side of it. So we'll see there. But to your point, there are a, a lot of names being thrown out there as far as, is that where you wanted to go? The Brady yeah. scenario? Mm -hmm. Oh man. People on social media talking about Joe Brady, a couple of things. He's still the offensive coordinator of the Bills, and I know he has that interim tag, but unless there's some kind of sign of them wanting to move on from him and or Sean McDermott, you think Joe Brady's going to just say, oh, well, I'm the interim right now. 
but I'm going to leave even though I have a real shot to be the OC here, and I'm going to be the OC here. That's what he probably knows he's going to be, to not call plays or even call plays, let's say, in Cincinnati. Like, I just, it is so pie in the sky unrealistic, and it's because Brady is in Buffalo with Josh Allen. This isn't the Raiders' OC job. It's a real OC job, a good job. And so I, I think unless there's a real shakeup to that staff in Buffalo, I don't think he'll be available. And it's not like the Bengals can just request him right now because he is an OC. And so they couldn't bring him in right now. And so I, I think it's a lot of unrealistic thoughts, even though I do get it because Joe Brady's interesting, but I just don't think he's available. I, I don't think he's available either. The one interview request we've seen for Joe Brady was for a head coaching job. Yep. The Atlanta Falcons wanted to talk to Joe Brady about being a head coach. So if he becomes available and he becomes somebody who, who's just a free agent OC, sure, he should be one of the guys you interview. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. But I, I agree with you that it doesn't seem like he is available. And if he is available, it seems like he's available for head coaching jobs because that's the only thing that we've seen. So I don't know the legality. I don't know if there's protections around interim tags or if it's something you're allowed to request i mean i think you can request it the bills could deny it and that's that's that the element of this is the bills yeah. could deny it yeah they, you, you can't deny pitcher According, yeah. like, yeah, like from promotion yeah, promotion correct yeah. from from the promotion so i, I think it's unrealistic Be, because and who knows maybe the bills are fed up with joe brady after eight games or whatever it is but unless they fire McDermott, don't we think Brady's probably staying there? Right? Makes well, sense. Defensive-minded head coach, and they elevated Joe Brady for a reason. Yeah, and, and even if Brady were to become a free agent coach, he's going to be looking for an opportunity to continue to call plays, I think. And, you and know, there's similar, your element. There's this argument, element. Yeah. Similar argument around Dan Pitcher, like, ah, I can work with Joe Burrow again, but Zach's calling the plays. Or, you know, how important is that to Joe Brady? People might be lining up to throw money at Joe Brady. Like I said, he's getting head, he got a head coaching interview with the Atlanta Falcons after the Atlanta Falcons talked to Bill Belichick for the second time. So maybe it's just not going very well with Bill Belichick in, in Atlanta, but they're looking, they're, they're casting a wide net in Atlanta. And he, if you're getting considered for head coaching jobs, taking an OC job instead where you can't call plays potentially, I don't know. Should the Bengals explore it if he's available? Yes. Is he available? I doubt it. That's and that's what I keep coming back to. If 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 he is available, interview him. E even yeah. with pitcher, interview him. By the way, the Raiders were obviously interested in pitcher. They're interviewing former Bengals QB coach and Browns OC Alex Van Pelt for the Raiders OC job this week. Luke Getzey is another name that's been mentioned for that Raiders job. So the Raiders casting a pretty big net as well. Let's uh, discuss some of the procedural things. The, we yes. mentioned that the Bengals will have to uh, interview multiple coaches. So let's uh, dive into that coming up next today's show is brought to you by ebay motors passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com 
Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. The Raiders going after Marvin Lewis's old Bengals coaches. Marvin Lewis hired Alex Van Pelt in 2018. I think Van Pelt's a good coach. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, I mean, we were pretty happy about that hire for the Bengals back in 2018. He was with Zach, too, for a little bit. Zach kept him for a year before he was hired away by the Cleveland Browns to be their offensive coordinator. Or was he quarterback coach there first? Yeah, no, offensive coordinator was initial hire for Kevin Stefanski in Cleveland. So Raiders looking, looking at some of Marvin's old friends, Marvin Lewis, of course, said to be part of that staff with Antonio Pierce, but the Bengals have some requirements to meet before they are allowed to make an official hire at offensive coordinator. This would also apply to quarterbacks coach, I believe, but for coordinator positions in the NFL, the Rooney rule does apply. It was expanded in 2021 and potentially further since then. If you look at the operations website on the NFL about the the Rooney rule, it says that for coordinator jobs, one external minority candidate must be interviewed before a team is allowed to make a hire at coordinator. I think that's been expanded to two. It appears that that's been expanded to two. Kelsey Conway has some good reporting around that. Those interviews can be virtual. They can be in person. So the Bengals could be, as we're recording this episode, James, conducting a couple of virtual interviews with some external candidates to meet that requirement or or because there are some people that Zach Taylor knows and, and is interested in as, as offensive coordinator options. The Rooney rule is, is in place. The Bengals must meet that requirement. We can talk about the Rooney rule and its faults and its shortcomings if we wanted to. I personally, just to get off my soapbox here, if I can, think it's a flawed rule. It leads to sham interviews. Hopefully that's not the case with the Bengals here. But we know that Dan Pitcher is their top priority. We've talked about that a lot. And so hopefully any interviews they have with external candidates are legitimate and maybe one sways them. But that is a requirement that the Bengals must meet before they announce an official offensive coordinator of the future. One coordinator, and and I hope it's a real interview. I would reach out to Brian Johnson, the, the old Eagles OC. That would be someone that would be on my list. Now, I look just to see if there were any ties to Zach, and there are not, and that, that's a a factor, certainly. Um, another one, and, and I'm not even listing names for a Rooney rule. I just mean potential targets because you just never know. Zach Robinson continues to get interviews. And quarterbacks coach of the Rams was in LA when uh, when Zach was as well. I think those are two names. Uh, and then the other one, and this again has nothing to do with the rule, but I want to mention Troy Walters. I think Troy Walters. Let's say Dan Pitcher specifically wants to go to Las Vegas because he likes the slots, right? <laughs> because it sure as hell isn't because of quarterback play. Well, if he does that, Troy Walters would be on my list and pretty high on my list. I think Troy gets it. So. I, I think the Bengals, there are candidates, not named Joe Brady, not named Dan Pitcher, that they they should look at or will look at, or at least will discuss. And to your point, they will conduct a, a couple of interviews as well. Yeah, you, you go look at the the players, coaches that are in the current coaching carousel, that there are some connections with with Zach Taylor historically, and, and that's a good place to 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 find potential candidates. A lot of the time, and Zach told Dave Lapham on Dave Lapham's show that there are some guys he knows that he's potentially going to want to talk to, some guys he wants to get to know, and they will have to go through those those interview processes. 
one uh, one more quick thing as far as Dan Pitcher. There are two reasons why he could still take the interviews, even if things are going well Bengals-wise, yes. and he thinks mm-hmm. the, the first one, pretty simple. They still have to do business as usual and, and up, make sure that they yeah. uh, meet the requirements of the Rooney role, and they do want to look elsewhere. So even if they do think that they're going to get an agreement in place officially with Dan Pitcher, maybe that's, that's something that, that happens after he interviews with the Patriots today or interviews – with the Raiders and flies to Vegas. The other part of this, if you're Dan Pitcher and you're thinking about becoming a head coach next offseason or the offseason after, taking these cross-country flights, going on, on formal interviews, that doesn't hurt you. No. That, like, that experience is valuable. So I, I think there are a couple of reasons why he might do that. Valuable experience, valuable connections. Even if it's not OC this year, maybe it's head coach next year for yeah. the New Orleans, I don't know, New Orleans Saints, Las Vegas Raiders, probably not the New England Patriots. Probably uh, not the Raiders either, but it is the Raiders. But yeah. hey, the the Saints. Do you know something, Jake? Oh man, I know nothing. To be oh, man. abundantly clear about this, but for for a number of reasons, maybe the Bengals are blown away in one of their external candidate interviews that they conduct because they will have to do at least two. Maybe the Bengals are blown away in some other capacity, but I, I do believe that their top priority is retaining the services of Dan Pitcher based on the things that we understand right now. Troy Walters, by the way, just in case you're wondering, does not satisfy any Rooney Rule requirements because he is an internal candidate. The Rooney Rule requirements specifically specify external minority candidates. So we'll see if we get some reporting around interviews being completed potentially with the Bengals. You might see some of those between the time of of our recording episodes. We're recording this. We're going to publish it. Then you might see some some reports of Bengals OC interviews being completed before you hear from us next, but we we will have you covered as soon as possible after the Bengals make some moves here on the OC front and we get some more clarity around what will be going on with that position for the Bengals going forward. And until then, we appreciate you listening to this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. Hootay, and have a good one.